The Cost Camps Coaches Show, Episode 18. Coaches, welcome to the Cost Camps Coaches Show. Today's guest is Coach Lance Dean. Coach Dean just completed his first year as the head football coach at Central Dolphin East High School in Harrisburg. Prior to Central Dolphin East, Coach Dean spent a year as the defensive coordinator at Steel High, where they won a state championship there in 2020. Coach, uh, the previous three years to that, he was an assistant at Bishop McDevitt High School. He graduated from Kutztown in 2017, and he's a 2013 graduate of Bishop McDevitt High School. Coach Dean, welcome to the show. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate you having me on. The, uh, the 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 topic for this show we're, we're kind of going to go all over the place um, but but really wanted to touch on uh, coaches the, the the success that coach had being a first year head coach and he's going to talk a little bit about culture building it's kind of been a little bit of a theme for uh, for a lot of the episodes but I think it's good from his point of view it's a big school um, he's a first year head coach that's had success. Um, coach, I don't know where you want to start, but, but wherever you want to start off and you want to take it from there, I'll let you roll with it. Now, you know, I'll, I'll pop in from time to time with a question or two, but I'll, I'm just going to let you roll here. All right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, <clears throat> I knew, you know, just in the situation, as far as me and my staff, what we were walking into and, and, um, I was excited from the beginning, um, because of the natural talent and ability, um, that was already there. Um, that, that's nothing we take credit for as a staff, um, that, that talent was already there. That talent will always be there with or without me. Um, so we knew that going in and, and we just had to try to find a way to get our kids to maximize their potential. Um, I think that's one of our, our jobs as high school coaches overall is getting guys to maximize their potential. And, um, I think we found early on that the biggest and most significant way. And, and I think a lot of other high school coaches can agree with me, um, was just getting kids to believe in themselves. Um, from a point of, in a sense of confidence, it, it, that's half the battle right there. There's a lot of kids that never get to maximize their potential because they doubt themselves for whatever whatever the reason may be. Um, but, you know, as we continue to build our culture, because we're, we're not where we want to be yet, uh, and we won't be for a while. Uh, I understand it's a process. My staff understand it's a process. Um, one year, you know, doesn't doesn't make or break, break what you're trying to build. Um, I say it all the time. Um, Anybody can have a good season with the right players in place, especially in high school football. Um, we're trying to do a little bit more than that. We're trying to build a program where year in, year out, we're competing at a high level, um, winning conference championships, district championships, and state championships. So, you know, our expectations is just that. And, you know, obviously we, we have a way to go, um, but, you know, the expectations won't change. Um, the work ethic won't change and our standard won't change. So, you know, Culture building is a process. Um, it, it's not one of those things where, oh, you reached it. Now we can, we can we can kind of settle down now. It's something we're forever chasing and, and trying to set that standard. So, you know, tradition never graduates as kids do. You get named the head coach at Central Dolphin East. What's the what was the first thing like what, every I, I feel like. Um, me and my experience I've never been a head coach but I have uh -huh. I kind of have a plan laid out if I ever became a head coach uh -huh. like I would do this you know this would be the first thing I'd do this you know what was the first thing that you did when you were named head coach at CD East um the first thing I did was to solidify my staff um 
from that aspect, you're only as good as the guys you surround right. yourself with. Um, so, you know, that was one of the most important things that I did from that 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 spectrum of it. Um, from the sense of the kids, it was just getting to know them um, and building relationships. So I'm a teacher as well. And um, one of the things I like to speak on it and I try to explain to people, it doesn't matter, you know, what you know is what you can get the kids to know. And I think the same thing translates to football as well. And, and that usually happens at a much more effective rate when you take the time to build a relationship with kids and they know that you love them and, and that you have their best interests and got their back. So um, just trying to build relationships with the, with the kids above and beyond football. Um, so I, I would say that's what I did first. Where are you teaching at CD East? Yeah, I'm at CD East, yes. Now, there, I think it's important to be in a school that you're coaching at. Absolutely. But I, I also think that there, there can be a line where you're always around the kids. You're always around your players. You're, you're with them right. at football practice. You're holding them accountable at football, and you're on them. You know, you're on right. them all the time about giving 100%, giving full effort. You're on them right. about being there, um, being present, make sure, making sure their, you know, their, their attendance is perfect. And then right. you got to be with them at school then doing the same thing. Right. Is that is there ever a time where it's almost too much for them or, or do you have to kind of draw back at, at points because you're just on them so much or you're, you're on them all day during school and then, you know, holding them, holding them accountable to schoolwork. Right. And then, and then, it's, and then you got to do it at practice. Um, yes and no. Uh, from a football aspect. Absolutely. We try not to drain them too much with, with making everything football related. But as far as the standard itself and the expectations, absolutely not. Um, that's something that we I try to drill into them 24-7. If they like it, they great. If they don't, it kind of is what it is. Uh, but that, that goes into shaping these guys into young men because that's the next stage. Um, so, you know, everything that we teach and everything that I hound on from football aspect kind of circles back to life um, in the sense of accountability, uh, respect. There's little, little things that, that we preach and, and we talk about. Um, but in the sense of just life and school, uh, no, I feel that that's part of my job to constantly be on them in that sense and, and be that mentor for them in that sense. From a football aspect, there's a time and place and everything doesn't need to be football related. But in life aspect, um, I think it's imperative that is, is every day because I know what's next for these kids. Um, these next couple of years is, is, is very imperative to their future. So just assuring that, you know, these these young student athletes are turning into young men. So. That's that's what I envision more than anything is that these kids are four years from now, five years from now, will be graduating college, trade school, military, will be starting families of their own. Um, and that that right there is what we do it for in the long run. You talked about building self-esteem. Right. Is there anything specific you, you can you can point out there? Are there spe special exercises you do with the team or or I don't know, team bonding things or anything like that where you do to try to build that self-esteem? Uh, so one of the things that um, I got, and I actually got this from Coach Irby over from Stilton, um, kind of goes back to the, the building relationship aspect and letting kids know um, that, that you care for them. And one of the best ways to do that, uh, which we did that we, we got from Coach Irby, was creating mentor and mentee groups. So each coach is responsible okay. for, for a good group of five to seven kids, which, which they're checking in with weekly from a grades academic standpoint. 
as well as from a personal standpoint as well. Um, I, I think that's one of the things. And then another thing that I, I try to do, and, and I'm still trying to learn and still trying to grow as a coach myself, but is making sure my kids know that I love them and I got their best, I got their best interest and I got their back. Um, so that's something I stand by and um, that's just who I am as a person. So the mentors are the are the coaches. It's not right. older so players. Yep, yeah, no, no, no. So the coaches are the mentors, and then each group is, is broken up. Some based off of coaches that may have better relationships, some based off of uh, position groups. Um, I just kind of, you know, mix it up to try to see who, what coach may be the best fit for um, for which players and, and kind of break it down and be able to, you know, as a head coach, my job is to absolutely look over all of our kids. But, you know, you know, with assistant coaches being able to, you know, look over a much smaller group makes things a little bit more easier as well. Are there certain things that the coaches are expected to check in on? Like, are they supposed to keep track of grades? Are they supposed to have meetings every so often? Right. So we, we'll have some kids with a little bit more stricter uh, academics uh, that need to be looked at a little bit more frequently than others. But more importantly, we, we kind of break it down into two aspects. We have the academics um, that should be checked regularly at least once a week. Um, and then we have the personal life uh, where – we're just trying to not football related, but we're just trying to give kids that window and that opportunity to express themselves and talk, you know, or rather something, you know, they may be struggling with something they may be doing well, something they need help with outside of outside of football or just talking about what's to come after football. So um, those are just some of the things that we try to we try to instill in our program and our mentor mentee group. Are you on your coaches all the time about making sure that they're checking in with their mentees? Like, is that something you got to track all the time? Um, early on when we first get started, yeah. and uh, like like this year, we, we obviously got a new group. So, you know, that's part of my right. responsibility is making sure that my coaches are doing it. But as they know, that's part of their expectations and part of their job. So as we go on, it's nothing after micromanage. But early on, until we get a gist of it, just like the players, um, I, I don't mind have to give those reminders and sense but well, we get to a point where you know that accountability factor comes in and guys are doing it on their own as they should how'd you go about picking your staff and um along with that do you have any other coaches in the building with you um so i have my defensive coordinator he's in the staff, okay. he's in the staff. excuse me in my defensive coordinator um he's in the building as well kind of marsico um and then I have my offensive line coach. He's also in the building, Clark McCready. Um, but my, my biggest thing was trying to surround myself with guys that I can trust um, and, and guys that have the best interests of my program. So, it, you know, having the same vision as me, everything else will come. X knows is X knows, especially at the high school level. Um, but I just wanted to surround myself with people that I know, you know, have my back as a head coach. You know, I don't really care a lot about what, you know, other people think, especially being – in the boss man seat, there's always going to be people with opinions. Um, but, you know, just knowing that I have those guys that have my back along with my parents who I know always have my back. Other than that, you know, that just, you know, that solidifies that that support that you need. Um, so just having people that I could trust and people that I know, you know, will support my vision. Uh, that was probably the most comfortable aspect for me as far as picking my staff. You talked about players. You, you, you fell into a situation with good players. And, right. that, and that they're the ones that are making it happen. And that's Absolutely. true. You know, that's true anywhere a coach is having success. The, right. the tricky thing is even with good players, if, even when you have a lot of good players, sometimes that can be 
it can be hard to coach good players depending on what kind of attitude they have, especially nowadays. You know, every all the players are looking at social media and they want to keep up with the Joneses in terms of right. individual accolades. Right? How do you, how do you keep that? How do you keep egos in check? How do you do that? Do you have do you have any tricks there or, or uh, any advice for coaches doing that? Well. Well, it's kind of twofold. One, we hold everybody to the same standard. Um, so, you know, if, if you if you're around our program, our best players have to the same standard as the, the third string JV player on our team, and that, and that's true. Um, there's been times where one of our star players been benched. There's been times where our JV player didn't get to play, all because of the same decision that they both made. So, you know, you have some programs where, you know, um, that third string. You know, he, he may be held to the team standard, but that, that that star player may not be held to that standard because he's, quote, unquote, that star player. Where with us, um, is across the board. Expectations is across the board. Standards across the board. Um, so our kids see that. Kids are they're high school kids. They're, they're very much aware of their surroundings and what's true and, and what's just, you know, just taught. And we're actually true in that sense. And we also, we're big on family. Um, and if you're big on family and, and you love your brother, you got your brother's back, then, you know, you'll be a fool to make everything about you because then you don't necessarily love your brother right. like you claim you are. So um, that's one of those things where, you know, we, we we talk about family a lot. And then all in all, I just try to tell our kids, right, with college or just in life in general, what's meant to be will happen. Um, so the college offers, this, that, and the third. If, you're, if it's meant to be, um, it'll happen, right? Our coaching staff do their job as long as you're doing yours and we're trying our best to make sure you're, you're getting a position and have the opportunity to go play college football. But, you know, don't, you know, control the controllable and uh, we'll go from there. You were the defensive coordinator at uh, Steel High in 2020. Right. You come to CD East, you hire a defensive coordinator. You said Coach right. Marsco is your defensive coordinator. Yeah. So when you go into a week of game planning, mm-hmm. Do you kind of check with him first and kind of give him the lowdown of what you like, what you think should be so, happening, and like how does so, how do you game plan? So that's probably the easiest aspect of it because we co- we we played together and we coached together. Okay. Um. So we graduated from McDevitt together. Um. And then we coached that McDevitt together, and then we also coached that Stilton together. So, uh, he's one of my closest friends, and you know the relationship we have at times where, not all the time, but right. for the most part, we're, we're speaking somewhat of the same language. So, so I don't got to necessarily be in a room all the time um, to understand what he's saying or, or vice versa. So our philosophy is very much one in the same. Um, you know, obviously our perspective is different at times, but, you know, we look at things very similar way and, and we have that type of relationship where we coach before. So, you know, there's times where, you know, I come in and we, we definitely talk, um, and I expressed him what I would like to see. But at the same time, I hired him out of trust that I know he can get the job done and, and he does a great job. Um, so I, one thing is I don't want coaches coaching on eggshells. Um, if I hire you, I hire you to coach. Um, so I hired him with full trust that he will do his job and, and he does that. And he does a great job doing his job. Do you have that same kind of relationship now on the offensive side of the ball with those guys? You let them go? Right. Yeah. And offense was a little bit more tricky and different for me, um, just more or less because I was always a defensive guy. Um, and that was probably one of my biggest biggest challenges that I didn't probably even really 
maybe start to get even probably until this year coming up in, in year two was finding my own role within my own staff. If that sounds that, you know, I had to kind of find my own yep. niche where, where I wanted to be at times I was all over the place. And, um, I think I'm finally finding that comfort as far as what my own niche is, you know, being a defense guy, you know, my whole life and having to have some significant role as a coach in offense. It was like, all right, how much roles do I necessarily want in this, that, and the third? I was trying to figure that aspect out. Um, but, you know, that, that comes with this maturity and experience. And um, But, yeah, absolutely same same way in the sense of my offense where, you know, I have full trust in those guys. But at the same time, um, there are things that, you know, we meet about that come strictly from me as far as what I would like to see. But at the same time, um, don't want those guys coaching on eggshells. I, I hired them with full trust that they'll do their job. Um, if they're not, I respectfully let them know, and, and we kind of go from there. But they do a good job doing their job. So, you know, hire guys that I trust, and, and they do a good job with, with what needs to be done. What are you guys doing right now? You, um, you know, everybody's lifting right now. Are you guys kind of right. in full swing with weight room stuff? Yeah, so right now we're just going three days a week uh, because majority of our kids play spring sports, which, right. uh, which is not, not a bad thing at all. Um, so, you know, try to work together with some of our spring spring coaches to try to see what their schedules were. And, and we try to partner with that. And um, we're, we're left in three days a week. And then um, we're also doing some on-field individual stuff to kind of, you know, pair with that and kind of get out there a little bit here. And then what's the plan when you, when you, when will you first get together as a team and do some stuff outside? So we're all, if, if the weather's nice, we're already going outside. Oh, great! After after we lift, uh, we'll we'll use the we'll usually do like a two hour, a two hour slot where we'll lift, and then if we have time and if the weather is permitted, we'll go outside and just do some indie stuff. You know, we're not trying to, we're trying to just work on getting better right now. We're not trying to win win a state championship tomorrow. Yeah, but I mean, just getting out there and letting the guys just think football. I think that's yeah. awesome. Just even if you're yeah. not, even if you're not X and O and and whatever, you're not doing like breaking the huddle or whatever it is. Right. Even if you're just yeah. getting out and letting them run around on, on the field and, and uh, yeah, getting absolutely. their cleats absolutely. on and all that stuff. That's absolutely. awesome. Yeah, almost trying to take it in a realistic way, um, in a spring ball approach way. Now, obviously, we can't be in equipment or doing any of those type of things. Yep. Um, but in the sense of, if you think about it. If, if you look at any type of college football, or if you even look down south at some of those high school footballs and those best teams, they have a successful spring ball. So obviously we're trying to look at it, look at it, excuse me, a little bit more than just lifting weights. Now, obviously we're not putting on equipment and we're not going full practices, but just trying to do a little bit more to get our kids physically and mentally prepared for what's to come. Yeah, that mental part with the kids is huge. As coaches, and I'm sure it's right. the same with your staff, you're talking about football all the time and you're Absolutely. and you're talking about where players are fitting in and new things you want to do next year and i don't you know the players aren't thinking about that but but if you get them going and doing some things now now you know the football starts creeping in their mind and they are starting to think about some of that stuff i think that's exactly awesome. exactly exactly and, and getting our kids to realize you know that you know if you want to be great football is year round now that does not mean 365 days I'm doing football and draining myself out as a, as a kid. That's not not what I'm saying by any means. But understand that to be great, it takes a little bit more than what's what what um, is expected for everybody to do. So being able to just separate yourself. So understanding if this is what you really want that you're putting in your work, in that work to do just that. 
I saw looking at your Twitter handle. I saw mm-hmm. in your picture you're you're in there with there's two young children. Uh huh. You got kids, coach. Yes, sir. I got um I got a daughter and I have a son. And they look young. They look yeah, young. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're talking to a guy. I got uh I got a seven year old, a five year old, and a, another one that's gonna turn three tomorrow. Okay. So I'm and I'm busy with those three. Those three keep me busy. And I uh-huh. listen. I and I'm not. I don't have an ambition right now to be a head coach because they keep yeah. me so busy. Yeah. How do you balance that? How do you, uh, especially in the fall, how does that right. work? And, and, you know, you got other people, I'm sure you got other people helping you out and taking care of right. them and, and a significant other there that's helping out. How does that work? Right. So you just kind of hit it on that. Like, I just have a great, you know, I have a great support system. Um, you know, that's just, that's just me being completely honest. You know, I have a great, great mother and I have a great father. And I have, you know, aunts, cousins, brother. I have a lot of people in my corner that is willing to help any and every way. And that, that kind of just goes back to what my parents always taught me. And I feel like I always said that it just takes a village to raise a child. Yep. Um, so, you know, just having their support and, you know, my my mom and dad, you know, being excited to be grandparents and, you know, always being a call away. I can't express to them enough how grateful I am to them for all, all they have done and, and, you know, the many sacrifices they made for me, even as a daughter, you know, that, that I can't, that I'm more than appreciative for and thankful for. So, you know, I, I just have to thank my support system, you know, for always having my back beyond measures. Speaking of support system, uh-huh. the, the high school administration, I know that's a big yeah. thing too. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm learning that. You know, I, yeah. I coached at the college level for a while, and you know it's the same with the college administration, but it's almost more right. so at the high school level. Right. I mean, are you getting support there from those folks? Yeah. Or is yeah, the school I, I, into yeah. it? Yeah, we have. Um, Mr. Uh, said, Mister. Excuse me, Doctor Jesse Ross. Uh, he is our our head principal. Um, he he was a national champion at Michigan, um, in wrestling. Um, in wrestling, he was a state champion wrestler at Susquehanna. Um, so he's, he's a guy that, you know, he gets it. He's a sports guy. Um, and he, he, he gives his whole athletic programs as a whole within the school full support. The same with our academics. Um, he's just someone that's, that's willing to go the full measure for our kids. And I, and I had this story I signed today in regards to a couple of our kids. Um, I came in and a few of our kids had got scholarship offers. However, they were still on that line as far as, what courses they needed to take. Um, and we needed to do some last minute course changes. And I, I went to Dr. Ross with my concerns and, you know, he immediately went to bat for our kids in, in regards to them getting their schedule changed. And that right there just speaks volume to the type of person he is and, and always been. Um, and it even goes back to him taking a chance on me um, in the hiring process. A young 26 year old at a big 6A school. You know, he's he seen something in me, and for that, I'm just forever grateful and forever thankful. He's he's one of the many reasons that I work extremely hard because I know I got a guy like that that truly believes in me. I know I can't let him down. Yeah, is there anything that you're looking at, and this is kind of a open-ended question. You can, you can uh-huh. be vague here. In fact, you should be vague because if, if you're specific, you're going to kind of tip your hand. Mm-hmm. Looking toward next year. Anything that you, you know, what's the next step for CD East football, I guess, is what I'm looking for. Is there something you can pinpoint or, or uh, 
I don't know. Is a what? What? What do you want to do to take the next step forward? You have goals, stuff like that. You, yeah. You so it's assembly, you know. So uh, we never flat out won the Midpen Commonwealth. Uh, okay. We were close. We were close last year, um, but we, we did. We didn't obviously accomplish the things we needed to accomplish. So I think that would be goal number one: is winning the Midpen Commonwealth, and then obviously same thing: wanting to win our first district championship. And obviously, win a state championship. Um, but those those are the three goals year in year out. Um, and and the goal is to accomplish all three. I'm not the guy that like, all right, let's try to win the mid pen Commonwealth this year, and kind of go from there. No, everything we do, we expect to win. Um, now, is that always the case? Unfortunately and realistically, no. Uh, but you can't tell me that's not what we're going to wake up and expect to do every Friday or Saturday. So you know, win the mid pen Commonwealth win a district championship, win a state championship. That, that'd that be an answer I give for the rest of the time that I'm coaching high school football. Awesome. Awesome, Coach. Well, Coach, I'm going to let you go here. I know you I got, got you. I don't know if it's uh, – it might be past bedtime. Yeah, it was a little bit past bedtime. They're already asleep, so <laughs> All we're right. good. All right. <laughs> but I know for me, it might it's getting close to past my bedtime. <laughs> so I'm going to let you go here, Coach. Um, I got But you. thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Did a great job. I wish I, I wish it. you, I wish Central Dolphin East football the best of luck next season. Thank you. Love to have you come on again. And you know, if there's another topic you, you you'd like to address or some X's and O's thing, that'd be awesome. Gotcha. But yeah. Um and and for for those of you who don't know this, this was our kind of our first interaction in terms of speaking or you know, we've never met before, but this was good. Right. So I appreciate you, yeah. Coach. No doubt. I appreciate you having me on. I, I truly enjoyed it. Um, looking forward to coming back on anytime. Awesome, Coach. Have a good evening, man. Talk to you later. Yes, sir. You too. All right, see you.